Hey friends, it's Jace. Oh yes, it's Char. And you're tuned in to Kiss and Tell Radio. Hey friends, this is Jill Scott in front of the mic. Hi friends, it's the Pickle Lady ASMR, the Jew. Ew. <laughs> Not the cough drop. <laughs> Come on, Hall. Child, y'all are a mess tonight. You guys listening, I know it's Friday morning. LA, the conditions of the weather are really just ungodly right now. They're not not a part of my ministry. I don't understand it. It's freezing. It's raining. You know what? I was actually talking about this on the way here, and I much prefer my rain in New York than LA. I don't mind the rain, but like in LA, I just feel like it's uncalled for. I don't mind the rain unless I have to stay in the house and do absolutely nothing. And you got to bay. Yeah, because it's 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 a circus out here. You hear the way I sound, right? Yeah, I sound like shit. But you have your your wellness formula over there I that sure you're do. that you're drinking. Yeah, what is that, by the way? Formula. That's a little um, ginger, lemon, cayenne pepper, apple, and kale. I'm like, well, why is it really, green? No, it's uh, really cor- murky. Corella, cor- Corella, Deville. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, no, we killing puppies. C H O R E L L A. It's well, a it's a what? It's a um, yeah. You taste it's the a toxins. mixture. It's I can't a mixture. Even think right now, I'm you so guys, under the weather. We but have I'm to here, thank y'all. our guests for fighting tooth and nail because I fought tooth and nail, uh, bringing my tack head ass down here. But let me read her bio so you all know exactly who it is talking. That's the third voice. Smacking that halls. Yeah. So definitely we have Michelle in studio <laughs> for this week's show. Michelle is the premier. Beyonce impersonator, internationally known, and the founder and CEO of Glasswing Group. Michelle started her career in ballroom and quickly excelled to become legendary and the overall mother of the House of St. Laurent. But she didn't stop there. She went on to create shows. She would perform and do videos that have gone on to gain viral international attention. And ANSYS is booked internationally. Oh, yes. With this platform and seeing the effects of the HIV epidemic, STD slash STI infections uh, have had in the ballroom scene, she's partnered with organizations to encourage peers of hers to get tested know their status, and seek treatment. Her passion doesn't cease there, but also falls into the realms of activism for trans lives, thus creating Glasswing Group. Please welcome to the show, Michelle. Ow. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you. And Michelle is a very special guest because back in the day... Before Char. Before Char. Before before, uh, Michelle was booked all over the world. Uh, she was just booked in WeHo, and I wanted her voice and her input input for one day on what was that? It was, it was February fourteenth, two thousand and fifteen. The first Kiss and Tell. Yep. It was yeah, because that's called so. Kiss and Tell. It's called Kiss and Tell because of Valentine's Day. It was supposed to be one event for Valentine's Day to kind of talk about. And these I things. was there. That, that was like my seventh or eighth month in LA. Wow. And I was there. So full circle. Right, and now we're here. And well, that's when I met yeah, you. Yeah. I said, excuse me, what's your name? 
She was always very forward. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It was just that tone, too. (laughs) Well, let's jump in. Are we ready to jump into the bulletin board? Please. Oh, last week's show was, whoo, child, we ain't going to do that this week. Lengthy. It was good, though. I got a lot of good feedback. Let me tell you all something. Uh, Before we officially jump into the bulletin board, I got so much feedback this weekend from last week's show, and I would just greatly appreciate it if y'all just sent a bitch a message or if you... uh, tweeted using hashtag KT radio. Mm-hmm. Like literally I went out, I was stopped by so many people like at the club walking down the sidewalk. Cause I went out Sunday night with Pierre. You're just a party animal. I mean, listen, Ivy park and I went out, pants. I went out with Pierre on Sunday mm-hmm. and TT I and oh, was I was very in and out, darling, you know, <laughs> me. you know me, uh, but walking down the street and seeing so many familiar faces, they're like this week's show, this week's show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can y'all, like, I don't want to talk about Kiss and Tail right now, but you look cute, boo. Like, people I hadn't seen in you a while. You better take so. that compliment. No, I did, but it's like, I'm out. Yeah. I know, I get what you mean. I don't want to talk about Dwight. And by the way, you noticed what I what I told you all last week. No one's talking about of it this week. Of course they're not. Of course. No. It was like, three, it takes three seconds. Yeah. The next and because Dwight hasn't said anything. Right. And, and, and the world keeps spinning. Mm-hmm. We have moved on. So... Thank you, next video. Was it everything that we anticipated, Jace? I know Michelle has not seen it yet. She, you haven't even heard the song, have you? No, I haven't. Woo, chow. Oh, you Ariana fans, don't be mad at me. I'm new. <laughs> I'm, a new I'm a new ponytail. I'm a new ponytail. I'm a seasoned Ariana. ponytail. Yeah, I love Ariana. I just have not like had the chance to catch up with this because I've just been going, going, going. You know, I, I really enjoyed the video. Um, I enjoyed the song when it came out. And I think that of all the videos, I did like breathing too. Just mm-hmm. keep yes. breathing and breathe. Like dope video. It's a good workout song. Or the club. Uh, it's like a, it's a I good. Being on a bike it's a good sway. Mm-hmm. Like when you're like drunk, like oh I'm breathing, mm-hmm. like it's hot. Like I see some girl I don't really know her, but whatever, it's chill vibes. But the fact that they paid homage to one of my favorite movies, Me and Girls, mm-hmm, Regina George. Um, as well as what? And then Chris Jenner. Are you kidding me? Chris Jesus me, Jenner in the to audience. Me, Chris was the highlight. I felt like the Absolutely. video was a bit overhyped. No. Uh, with I did. I no. thought that it, I thought that you don't and think I it said did. No. And, and well, I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, just with the pictures and all of the rollout and stuff, like yes, I appreciated the references, but without Chris, to me, the video would have not even done what it did like she was a one with her references it just was overhyped to me i was expecting right. i will more. say jennifer cooley that was a nice right. cameo bend and snap was cute but to me without Kristen marie jenner the video would have not been what i it will was. say that if it would have been a matter of a bigger um <laughs> ma'am what we're, is going on in this here studio we're falling off a building i'm trying to watch the video right now for thank you next yes. trying to catch up <laughs> live uh, so in the video she references bring it on 13 going on 30 legally blonde and mean girls Was 13 going on 30 to, i didn't i have to look that up after i was like what is this yeah because that movie really wasn't like a staple for our generation no, that was, no, that was no. Yeah. Thirteenth going on thirty is uh, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. Garner. Okay, okay. Jennifer Garner. So, my question to you all is: If you had four movies to create your thank you next music video, like four movies that you would pull reference from, what four do you think you'd choose? Um, set it off. Um, 
Ooh, this is a tricky question. I'll probably dig up Mean Girls, Sex and the City for sure. Um, and what's a good like fuck you movie? Um, was wait what? No, thank you next is supposed to be to your ex, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like a very it's a very to the left to the life. left. Yeah, exactly. All right, so but we're still good because she's saying that one taught me love, one taught me patience, one taught me pain. It's not necessarily you know in the closet. That's my stuff. You know, if I bought it, please don't. It's not necessarily that rhetoric, but it's Uh on Twitter. This was a question that was posed on Twitter. Mm -hmm. My four movies that I chose was Waiting to Exhale, of course. Duh, Shar. Definitely right now. Yeah. Angela Bassett. Carmen, a hip hopera. What? Mahogany, the 1975 Diana Ross movie, uh, Mahogany, and Sex in the City. Those are my four aesthetics I would choose. I could pass. I wouldn't. Carmen understand was Carmen. very. Thank you. Next. I mean, she I watched left it Mackay one time. Pfeiffer for uh, Blade. The B to L to A to Z to E. <laughs> Remember, she st- she hold yeah, Ma- she Mackay Pfeiffer's character yes, yes, in I mean, that movie. My hive card's probably pulled right now because I probably saw it one time and then that was it for oh. me. Well, I've been standing for a while, so I had it. Wasn't on DVD. it like? Wasn't like a live stage MTV. shot? No, it was an actual MTV movie. Really? It was not a play. One no Tyler Perry. I thought it was a play that was like filmed. Mm-mm. Mm. Yeah, what about know. you, Michelle? I, um, I don't really know. Let me see. Uh, Waiting to Exhale. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mm. Mm. Um, Some action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blood. You know? <laughs> get, the, get the guns out. Um, also, I don't know. I would... I don't know why Baps is coming to my head. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Because let me tell you, the the movies that you pick don't have to necessarily have the theme of Thank You Next. It's just an aesthetic that you want. Oh, well then, yeah, for sure. Yes, definitely. And then I I would say probably my last one would be... mm, I don't know. I, I just, I can't come up with the last one right now. Dream Girl. Okay. Dream yes, Dream Girls. Dream Girls was a thank you that's, next. That is very sure. thank you next. You gonna thank you love me. Well, and you, and you, and you. Okay. Well, aside from that, I have to shout out one of my faves on Twitter, Clarkisha Kent. She oh, took yes. uh, Eli Ehrlich, who's a trans woman, I believe a queer white trans woman to task because uh eli wrote for into i did not know that into was like owned by grinder i just uh, yeah, found I that, that out i knew that well anyway um zach stafford who is the editor-in-chief over there issued a public apology because that stupid article that she wrote uh, it was titled ariana grande's thank you next music video is surprisingly anti-queer um, and she argued, <laughs> mind you, I should note that this woman that wrote the piece, she, her critiques fell so flat because it was either like she made a point and didn't drive it home because she didn't have the, she didn't have the range to, or she clearly didn't see the movie. She like was she reaching. Crit- she critiqued the bring it on scene. And it was like, sis, have you ever have you even seen? seen- She's like- Bring the pan, it on. Have the you ever African flag? The yeah, black yeah. people were wearing it was um, bad. African colors, and that was like what? 
there, that was the East Compton Clover. It was bad. Outfits. She said that the video was filled with trans misogyny, anti queer jokes, and blackface. Uh, and the girls, uh, even I, I, I replied because Ryan, shout out to Write Like Ryan, formerly of Complex, he tweeted this and I had to hit it with the side eye. But that's where Clarkisha Kent comes into play. She wrote a rebuttal. And when I for tell the you, same publication, for the mind same you. publication. <laughs> oh, by the way, Eli <laughs> deleted her Twitter because she was getting death threats. Of course she was. And Duh. then the girls started pulling her receipts i I don't want to misspeak but she was involved in some type of sexual assault allegedly um and the girls were got to really dragging her but oh yes look twitter is where it's at planning i mean planning for eight days of christmas which we'll talk about later yeah i mean my thing was that like he issued this apology and the rebuttal was written but the article was still who issued the apology um oh zach Zach, yeah, yeah yeah the editor-in-chief so that that was issued but the article is still is up there. i think right now it's still up there i wouldn't know i only read it once and i said what on god's green earth yeah. is going on and i, I skimmed through it because i was like okay what did what are they talking about because maybe it, i because i'm open to learning you know t- yes, I mean, teach same. me something yeah. so I, I read it and i was like this is a bunch of bullshit and i'm happy that everyone felt the same way but what i appreciated about clarkisha's uh rebuttal is that not only did she comb through everything eli said but she provided timestamps, mm-hmm. links like she the way that she wrote her her piece and I, I believe it's it's titled like is there such thing as being too woke or yeah, something woke. like that yeah um and speaking of which on my way here really quickly i saw a tweet from PETA that oh, i had God. to retweet and call them insufferable Ugh. They tweeted and said, words... Oh, shoot, I just lost it. The animal... They said, uh, words matter. And as our understanding of social justice evolves, our language evolves along with it. Here's how to remove speciesism from your daily conversation. (laughs) And then they go on to provide this graphic that, uh, for example, instead of kill two birds with one stone, say, feed two birds with one stone. Instead of (laughs) be the guinea pig... Say, be the test tube. Instead of bring home the bacon, say, bring home the bagels. And then they expound on this wayward point by saying, just as it became unacceptable to use racist, homophobic, or ableist language phrases that trivialize cruelty to animals, wait, language, phrases that trivialize Cruelty to animals will vanish as more people begin to appreciate animals for who they are and start to bring home the bagels instead of the bacon. But that makes absolutely no sense. What the hell is speciesism? Well, (laughs) does the animals hear and understand exactly what you're saying? Do they feel offended? I feel like they can only, only human beings can understand our language, correct? This is a human projection. Energy, absolutely. But the energy is not like kill this pig. It's bring home the fucking money. You're talking to another person. Right. Talking to the animal. So that makes absolutely no sense. And PETA is also, you know what? It's it's forever, it's forever bumped. Mm -hmm them because they did a tweet a few years ago uh it w- during the height of like the black lives matter movement where they were like i knew you were going comparing... that route and i was like no they flat out compared like racism and the plight of what a lot of black americans were going through and dealing with at that time to animals like if you all can respect black lives you should be able to respect pig li-. like it was yeah <laughs> 
Any home. Respect this hog. Excuse me? Any home. The girls were in a tizzy on Monday when Tumblr announced that they are getting rid of their adult content beginning on Monday, <laughs> December 17th. Are you on Tumblr, um, Michelle? I am not on Tumblr, but I did do another uh, podcast that Monday. Mm-hmm. And the girls were pretty upset. And in fact, I had no idea that it was that um, intense. With the XXX rated yeah. material on Tumblr. What about you, Shar? I am on Tumblr, but mm. I do not give out my Tumblr because same. it is my escape from everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I will say I do not use my Tumblr for, for adult content. My Tumblr is more so like a vibey aesthetic, like if I see like a room that I like. Like a Pinterest part two. Almost like so, a Pinterest. And then it, it doubles as a, as a uh, like a photo video diary. Like I have things like, like let's say photos that I don't post to Instagram. I'll post to Tumblr and put like the date, the time, city, things hmm. like that. And I can, it's it's nice for me in that way. Now, my likes on the other hand, I may have some racy stuff in a few of my likes, but Look. my Tumblr is not used in any way, shape or form for adult content. Fascinating. I, I Mine's dick and ass. Up. I use Pornhub yeah. for that. Yeah, I mean... But... Tumblr's such a beautiful site, though. So it's like you could really use it for anything, but so many people just fall into the pocket of strictly porn. But you can okay. get porn anywhere. So why I not mean, explore also, other corners of Tumblr the site? Tumblr is also, right. like, easy because you follow certain people. And, like, I mean, this is horrible. This is kind of like a ripoff. But, like, the OnlyFans accounts and, like, these different accounts that people are having they have to pay 20 bucks a month to like watch them shake their dick around they put it on tumblr but see that's not right because that's taking people's money i know i know and knocking hustles that ain't right i'll send you a tip tumblr is a mess because (laughs) they have been flagging memes like crazy like one of my friends is on tumblr and he had a picture of his torso that got flagged like they're going through flagging things now and i'm going to tell you all within uh this release this press release that they did banned content includes photos videos and gifts of human genitalia female presenting nipples yeah and any media involving sex acts, including illustrations. The exceptions include nude classical statues. Like, this is also subjective. What, what is it, like 19? I don't, but that's what I'm saying. It's subjective. Because yeah. who's to say? Nude classical statues and political protests that feature nudity. The new guidelines exclude text, so erotica will remain. You can have, like, your little fan fiction or whatever. Um what else? Illustrations and art that feature nudity are still okay. So long as sex acts aren't being depicted and so are breastfeeding and afterbirth photos. Now, this happened because Tumblr didn't make this move as a direct result of the app being deleted from the iOS store. Right. So I'm minding my business earlier last week and I had Tumblr on my phone and I opened the app and it immediately closes out. I try again, open, close. So I go to Twitter and type in Tumblr to see what the girls, am I the only one experiencing this? So it turns out that they pulled the app uh, because the girls on Tumblr had trickled into the dark web and had child pornography. Right. And so uh, I guess they just were like, we're getting rid of all of it because now it's affecting, but they're going to lose so many people. I'm on there right now. And there's a petition going around as well. So many people are talking about deleting their accounts. On Twitter, on Tumblr? Yep. Well, I mean, like, okay, so I Like, people like you whose dashes are full of uh, porn. Right. They're like, I'm going to delete my account because nothing will be there. And a lot of people that I do follow on there are saying we're moving to Twitter, but I don't like my Twitter 
integrated. being convoluted with the film. Yeah, like none of this. My Twitter is for you know conversation. A lot of people not, have two Twitters. I they do, but I have three, and I don't uh, want any more. You have three Twitter. Kiss and tell. Jay Sparon, literally annoyed. Oh, okay. So that that's already like three that's accounts. My life is a lot. Mm-hmm. Ciao. Well, anyway, Godspeed <laughs> to the Tumblr girls, because like I said, that's at the timeline on fire. It doesn't affect me, so I just really don't have It doesn't affect me either. No it shade. doesn't. I mean, I mean, to an extent, because if torsos are getting fl- like when I saw some of the p- photos from my friend's blog that got flagged, I'm like, I know some of mine. Like I have pictures in, on Tumblr. You got Tumblr. news on Tumblr? If you would let me speak, then you would know that Ooh. that is inaccurate. I don't have nudes anywhere. You got risk. I said that my friend uh, had his torso flagged. I have pictures in like my bikini on Tumblr. How do I know that that won't get flagged? How do I know my my account won't get deleted? So it's just like if I get too many notifications of of the flagation, then I'm out of there. In my bikini pics, absolutely. Okay, it's a question. Uh, Why would I crop my face out of a bikini pic? Because I love to post a picture with a nipple out. Oh Ow. yes, you got in trouble on Instagram a few I times. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, friendy. so the say uh, her name Sandra Blandock that aired uh-huh. Monday night on HBO. I know that you screened it. We talked about it last week. Yeah, I watched it. During the daytime, I'm not watching any of that content at night. You guys know that I got to protect Smart my per- perfect peace, and I ain't going to sleep with that on my heart. Um, it was pretty decent to me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really raving about it when I was when I was done with it. Uh, it it laid out the facts and what I what I what stood out to me was how smart her family is. Her family oh, is a family of note takers. They are detail oriented mm-hmm. and they jumped right in with asking the right questions yep. and really like setting the wheel in motion. Like they they maintained their composure throughout this entire ordeal in order to get to the facts. And her family is com- compiled, comprised of, like, black women. It's, like, four or five black women. Yeah, she has a lot of sisters. A lot of sisters. Her mom, like, none of them were caught lacking. All of these women were on their A-game. So that that was my biggest appreciation uh, from the doc. Aside from them just telling her story, because there was things that I had forgotten. You guys know Sandra Bland happened in 2015 when she was killed. 2015. That's about to be four years old in, in a few weeks. So there were certain things, like I said, of course, that I forgot, but it was greatly appreciated to have that refresher course. Um, Okay, so Oprah tweeted earlier about a good Samaritan being killed in Baltimore, and this story really kind of tore me up. So a woman was trying to help what she thought was a needy mother and her baby, and she was fatally stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. The good Samaritan, like... Oprah was like, this is making me like, Oprah's like, normally I I do, you know, give out stuff or may call someone over to the car and hand them. But but this is making me second guess because what happened was uh, the the woman, the victim's name is 52-year-old Jacqueline Smith. um, And she was riding in a car with relatives on Saturday when they saw a woman carrying what appeared to be a baby. The woman was holding a sign that read, quote, please help me feed my baby. Smith handed money out of the car window to the woman when a man approached suddenly approached the vehicle. Baltimore police said in a statement he first thanked the family for the money but then tried to grab Smith's wallet. A struggle ensued and the man stabbed Smith in the torso before running away with the woman who was carrying the feed my baby sign. Um, Smith died shortly after arriving to the hospital. Now see that goes against everything that I believe right? Because Generally, sorry, that goes against everything that I believe because generally I would be like, 
I always give money to women. I'm very like pro, like okay, yeah. especially some. Please okay. help me feed yeah. my baby, like, exactly. a child. But then, like to have this man come up and they were in have this setup. Yeah, this is a whole fucking setup, right? right. And that is just not cool. Like I now, I'm just like, bitch, I'm, I'm not giving money to nobody, right? You know what this I mean? Like, it's like that is just absolutely crazy. And a woman lost her life. Right. She's dead right now for try, to trying to do right for people. And we don't know the amount. Yeah. It could have been two damn dollars. Like That's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't have gotten into the struggle either with somebody trying to take my wallet. Like, you can have it, phone, right. whatever the case Smart. may be. You know what I mean? Because I think the knee-jerk reaction, though, is to if someone reaches, puts no, their hand in the car, in my knee-jerk reaction is going <laughs> right. to be to pull back. My Take knee-jerk it. reaction is to pull Take off. My, Take my well, car. Well, she wasn't driving. She was I in the passenger she... side. So who If was... I'm not mistaken, she was not driving the car. But she was in the car, and they were on foot, correct? Yes. So drive right. the fuck off. <laughs> How do, we, how do we Bye. know they weren't at a light girl, it behind don't matter. the car? Go. It don't matter. Go, girl. I just don't know if that's a fair assessment because I don't think a lot of people's knee-jerk reaction would be take my stuff, especially if the man did not present a weapon. If you tug at my wallet what and I'm in the mean? car, I'm tugging back. So where did the knife just come from? Did it just appear out of I'm nowhere? So, he, I, I believe so. I don't think he held up a knife and said, give me your wallet. I don't think that that's not how the story was painted out. Okay. It, he snatched her wallet, she snatched back, and a, a struggle ensued, and he stabbed her. But I assume what she said. She said there wouldn't be a struggle. Yeah, if no, you try to take my wallet, no, I've, I've take the robbed. shit. I've been robbed. I'm from East Oakland. I've okay. been robbed. And so, like, you know, to give your shit up, and you go about your business, mm-hmm. because otherwise you won't be walking away nowhere. Right. You're either going to be in the hospital or saying hello to your maker. So well, rest in peace. To yeah, rest R-I-P. in peace. It's a horrible Sorry. story. It's a horrible story, but let this be a lesson learned. Also, just give them the shit because it's not worth your life, honey. Mm-hmm. George Bush passed away. The forty-first president. Who? I didn't understand. I thought he already died. And we didn't get our mail. Bitch, let me tell you today. <laughs> or exactly, send the mail. Let me tell you why I was so pissed off because I was supposed to send a package, right? Mm-hmm. I was supposed to week. receive one. And <laughs> so I went on Monday thinking, okay, well, at least I missed the cutoff time. It'll at least if I do next day, it'll be there Wednesday. They told me, Oh yeah, we are in observance for George Bush. I said, Who? <laughs> Donald Trump. So what? Like, Donald what Trump did mean? it. He put in an executive order that this day will be. And I don't know why the post. Like I kept googling. Like okay, did George Bush once work for the post office? Yeah, like what's like the I didn't connection? understand why of all agencies the post office. Right. right. Um, and then I was like, okay, it's December fifth, the man's birthday. Like why the? Fi- I know they had the funeral today, but I didn't understand. Like we all weren't at the funeral. We all didn't watch the funeral, so I didn't understand why mail. Had to stop. It's because we're poor. So. No. So yeah, we just don't. Their country you know, is poor, so they could afford to not pay all these But it's a holiday workers. season. This is a not a smart time to stop the mail. It's I'm poor. waiting on a Black Friday delivery. I mean, <laughs> when you're in debt, that don't matter. So, um. Student loans. So what? Yeah, I mean, he ignored the AIDS epidemic. Go ahead. So, if it was such a big deal with George Bush dying... Do you, what do you think, like, uh, Donald Trump's legacy is going to be? 
when he just won't matter to me. I'll be in the streets dancing. A celebration. Right, right, okay. For sure. I just I was won't matter to me. Where's the margaritas? <laughs> that man has worked overtime in an attempt to make my life a living hell. Girl, I feel personally I you, victimized. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm with you on that. Barbara Gina George. Car- Belcalise and an offset called it quits. Well, Belcalise broke up with offset. And they had the the uh the the side piece. She was crying on TMZ today. Uh, her name her name is Summer Bunny and she cried Summer Bunny Summer Bunny B-U-N-N-I and uh, so TMZ reported the woman who was Summer Bunny who allegedly cheated not so long before Belkalise gave birth says that she's remorseful and told TMZ that she never wanted to be a homewrecker she cried like I mentioned and she this lady looks foolish. Let me see. She looks crazy. Yeah. Well, she apologized not directly. Well, she apologized to Cardi through TMZ. Godspeed. Also, the picture of the first ever picture of culture dropped today. Yeah. Number so one trending topic on adorable. Twitter. She's so cute. She is. And Cardi a took to Instagram <laughs> and she Honestly. said that she that they that no love lost or whatever. You know, that whole thing, like, we still going to co-parent, be cool. I should. don't think that they are going to break up, by the way. I mean, they're broken up, but they'll be back together. Yeah, I agree. If I know hood love, through observation, of course, because I've never that experienced it, love. they'll be back together. Um, that's Mary, Mary J. Blige and Trey and Songz. And Trey Songz. Yeah, I used to live for that. And, um, I did. Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, she does have hood love with mm-hmm. Meek Mill. This lady looked like, um... Like Black China, a mix between Black China and her mama Tokyo. Oh, wow. <laughs> we call her Flower China now. As a matter of fact, I'm just calling her Angela from here on out. I'm calling her by her government name because I'm fed up with the shenanigans. She looks more like China than Tokyo. Uh, the brows are a bit a, a bit much for me. I think I think China is better looking, and so that takes her to like in between her mother because her mother is just not that crazy. Oh no! Anyways, did you all hear about Jessica Simpson uh, gathering Natalie Portman by her the little hairs on her chinny chin chin I today? I saw the article. I did not read it. What happened? So Jessica called out Natalie, uh, saying Jessica basically said that she was disappointed. Uh, Natalie was slut shaming her allegedly for posing in a bikini in like 99 or something like that yeah Mm -hmm. while also boasting about being a virgin I guess Natalie can handle those like those two are mutually exclusive sis people who are virgins can wear skimpy clothing and still be virgins Um, but she's this was in a recent interview to USA Today Natalie said quote I remember being a teenager and there was a Jessica Simpson there was Jessica Simpson on the cover of a magazine saying, I'm a virgin while wearing a bikini. And I was confused. Like, I don't know what this is trying to tell me as a woman, as a girl. And Jessica posted, um, I don't have the the graphic in front of me, but you guys can pull it up. Posted a very tasteful clap back to Natalie this morning. Natalie ended up responding this afternoon by saying, I completely agree with you that women should be allowed to dress however she likes and behave however she likes and not be judged. I only meant to say I was confused as a girl coming of age in the public eye around the same time. 
by the media's mixed messages about how girls and women are supposed to behave. Um, so, I mean, okay, 99. Let's think about where we were at in well, we 99. Are we sure it was 99? I think it was just around that time. Are you sure it was specifically 99? It was something a long time ago. That wasn't today. It, it, yeah. It, it just says um, late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Right. Okay. So you think about, like, that's when Nasty Girl... You're nasty, trashy, sleazy. Yeah, Christina's classic. dirty era. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. and so everybody, yeah. everybody was in 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 low rise at riders and stuff. Right, and but I'm saying like that talks. was kind of a time where I I'm not saying mainstream feminism, but I think I don't know. I I could see a comment like that happening at that time because Christina. The, the reason why Jordy worked for Christina was because she went from genie in the bottle to I'm in chaps and a bra and like an unconditioned wig and dreadlocks. But genie in the bottle was even talking about you got to rub me the right way. But it was more explicit. <laughs> it was more explicit. Yes, well, you know, look, the, ring my bell was. from the seventies. Right, was, the visual was right. That's what I'm saying. Like it was explicit, and so. Like that, and that was her edge, and that was what made it more attractive and appealing. It's like, oh, who is this bitch that was talking about like Britney Spears' um, protege, and now she's out there in a boxing ring, like talking about fuck me. And so I think because the the tone, because if Christina Aguilera would have come out with Dirty today, I don't think it'd been as hot. No, of course not. Right. So at the time, you I mean, know, I understand the guys. Respectability of, was I huge. understand the the guys of modesty, but I don't understand. To me, it's so. Uh, I guess because I never looked at at anything in that way. Like if a girl says she was a virgin, I can't think of of a time. Like I remember, for example, Destiny's Child. Y- y'all know I stand. They were the picture of black Christian girlhood, gospel medleys at the end of the albums, and all different types of things. And now but Beyonce's they were, riding chairs. But no, they were scantily clad. And I never, and I never was like, oh, they just must be fucking all of Hollywood because right. Tina got them out here scantily clad for stage performances. Scantily that doesn't clad take away is different from like explicitly like. But Jessica yeah, but wasn't she explicitly. She, that's what I'm that was saying. It wasn't like she I'm not saying that on, Natalie like, Portman was right. Like she was outfit por- at the MTV. Right. I with the boob out. Yeah, the boob out. But yeah. I could see that mentality of, Nat- of Natalie Portman. I'm not saying that she's right or that she's even smart for saying that. It sounds that. incredibly naive. But that, it was naive, but no, for exactly. that time. Because even that time because i don't think that would happen today how old is well, natalie jessica portman simpson, jessica simpson actually said that you know the industry that we work in is often tries to define us and box us in and we often don't have t- we often don't have control of the photos that are put out that is true so, but she posed for it she did i mean but, but i sports illustrated poses the same right way, that's know, what i'm right. just saying in my i'm not taking away from natalie but in my personal walk i've never looked at I've never seen that disconnect. You're progressive. I, I've I never see, seen I can that see a young white girl. I wasn't girl. progressive the at the time. Girl, I mean, people are wearing, I mean, ch- gr- girls are wearing bikinis at 12 years old. Okay. Younger. Nowadays. Like, younger. Now. Younger. I I've seen girls six years old in, in bikinis. And you know, the, the child-friendly bikinis, but in, in total, like, they have nowadays, bikini diapers. But my sisters were not allowed to wear bikinis when they were younger. One piece. You all, y'all are also uh, PKs, so y'all played by a different set of rules. I guess. Um, Kevin Hart. How do we feel about Kevin Hart? It just was announced that he's hosting the 91st uh, Academy Awards, which will take place February 24th. It seems like it gets later and later each year. I'm used to all of the award shows, award season happening in January. Yeah, by my birthday. Super we, Bowl and, do and we Oscars. care? Are we watching the Oscars this year with him I hosting? Honestly, I'm, I, I really don't care about um, 
award season? No. Uh, what's his name? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin? Yeah. Will you be watching? Do you care, Jace? Um, not really. I mean, Me I'll probably watch. I'm going to watch out about, of tradition. Yeah, but I don't really care about Kevin Hart being. I think that was a move on there because the Oscars so white that April Rain started a couple of years ago. So they've been trying I was to. About to say they're still trying. They're to, still trying to. That was like in 2014. Yeah, so they're still trying to be inclusive and kind of like, oh, we have a black comedian a black host. Man, is so <laughs> yeah. inclusive. Yeah, and so I think that's what their goal was with hiring Kevin Hart to do it. But I mean, it. I that doesn't make me want to watch it even more than I did. Before I found that out, exactly. Also, <laughs> for it was also announced that the Golden Globes will be hosted by Cat Christina Williams. Yang. No, uh, oh, gr- please. Cat Williams. He's too much. He's far too much of a risk. Uh, Christina Yang, aka Sandra O, oh, and Andy Samberg. He stars on Brooklyn Nine Nine. That airs January sixth on NBC. Did you hear about Taraji going vegan? I didn't, but I think that's awesome. I've um, been vegan for... Oh, you're vegan? I didn't know you were vegan. I didn't know yeah, that either. Yeah, um, at the end of August, right after my birthday. Oh, that was when I went vegan. Yeah. How has it been for you? It's been really nice. I can't complain, actually. Um, I mean, you got sick, though. I know, but... Is no, veganism a, supposed to protect you from but being... No, but <laughs> getting a there is cold? a difference. Well, there is yeah, a difference. Yeah, your immune system, yeah. No, so... But that's Never the heard difference that. between... A, Acidic and alkalinity. Ooh, so, teach me something. I've heard vegan, about the alkaline diet. Yeah, there's an alkaline diet. Wendy and was doing that it. That stops everything. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to stop everything. Um, regular veganism, yeah, no, not so much. But Are you taking your B12? Doesn't. No. You should start mm-hmm. taking B12. No. But yeah, I think it's awesome. I think if, if you can stop eating anything that has once been alive and you have to kill, then I think that would be um, ideal. You got to okay. kill plants. That's what I'm saying. No, that was my thing. Yeah, yes, you do. When you pull that alive. carrot and that potato yep. from the ground, that's cutting off its life but source. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. Um, plant that is, that is also human made. It is not a no, it's man. Not. Yes, it is. It's plants? a hybrid. It's a hybrid. Wait, fruit. what is? It's a hybrid vegetable or a hybrid. Fruit. What? Those are different. A potato no. is and a carrot is not naturally made no that is created by okay man. a green bean anything that you <laughs> um, anything that you are ending its life source so is to the saute bread of a chicken but the, the, i got these two species of chicken anything that you that you, you are plucking from its natural environment to saute up in a pan right you are cutting off walk. its life source <laughs> Well, Taraji had, her doctor told her that she was at risk for, I don't want to get this wrong, but for developing stomach cancer. Oh, God. Um, she had, uh, yeah, issues. She was filming The Best of Enemies. It's an upcoming feature film that she'll be in, co-starring Sam Rockwell. And yeah, Thanks, and Sam. so she instantly went vegan. That's what happened to me. Except mine was not stomach cancer. Mine was just like bubble guts. Your ass turned into a Keurig, so. Yeah, it, it, ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. it, it was bad. <laughs> Um, it was bad. Piggybacking off of that, Filter. while we're on the topic of veganism, beef got recalled, honey. Um, 5.1. Have you guys seen? I'm sorry. But Romaine is killing people too, sis. <laughs> Look. Listen, you got to pick and choose. Look. You got, yes, the beef is being recalled, but Romaine just had the, the center of disease control come out and say, stay are, away from the lettuce. You are absolutely correct. Um, but that is also an aesthetic um Leafy substance, vegetable, excuse me. Well, listen, (laughs) 5.1 million pounds of raw beef product 
may be tainted with salmonella, the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food and Safety Inspection Service said earlier on Tuesday. The recalled beef is linked to an outbreak of salmonella as of November 15th. Uh, that caused 246 people to become sick in 25 states. According to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, no deaths have been reported, but 56 people have been hospitalized. And the recalled beef was produced and packaged between July 26th and September 7th. Hmm. Have you guys seen What the Hell? Of course. Yeah. Okay, so you, you don't believe any of that? I oh did. It's, it's, it, it shook me temporarily. And then one day, I was like, I would like a pizza. And I would like pepperoni to be on that pizza. And cheese. Yeah, uh-huh. and cheese. <laughs> I'm not eating tomato, green pepper, tomato right. sauce, green pepper, and I bread. Like a pesto sauce. Oh, no. I love pesto. Oh, pesto is amazing. I ordered a large, thin crust pizza full of veggies. But I was like, I would like pepperoni you know i i went vegan like cold turkey for september mm. and now i reintroduced meat into my diet but actually we're having a chicken slaughter on the family ranch next time y'all on sunday on saturday excuse me we're killing the family chickens that my dad had been raising from birth um Why so you just let it die naturally because no because okay. then that's like old age and like all that now Okay, you're killing it to eat it. This yeah, is like fresh. a ceremony thing? No, it's farm-raised chickens. But you said you're having a chicken slaughter. Is this like a party or something? No, it's a, we're slaughtering chickens to sell. Like a farm. Oh. Khalees oh. does that with Bounty and Full. Exactly. Um, but I will say that I'm a lot more conscious about where my food comes from now that I'm eating meat again and cheese. Like, okay. So, like, now I'm like, wait, where did this come from? Is it, does it have hormones in it? Does it have mm-hmm. all types of different, like, What were the products? conditions it lived in? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm a lot more, like, conscious of Mad that part. cow disease. Because I didn't become a vegan because I, like, felt bad for animals and pigs. Like, I became vegan. I still haven't eaten pork or beef in, like, months. I've only done, like, chicken and fish. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of pork. Well, my pepperoni. Bacon. And I'm not. I used to live for bacon. Me too. And I, like, uh, but I haven't I had it in months. For a piece of bacon and I don't I miss it. Oh, you do. Well, I know it, it is definitely good, but the actual I've uh, ate at Slutty Vegan and um, where is this called? Slutty Atlanta Vegan. Oh. in Atlanta. It's a restaurant. It's a it's a food truck, and they have literally the best burgers. I had a and vegan had, like, hot chicken sandwich last week, and it was delicious with bacon and all the yeah. right things on it, and it was so delicious. Where was mine like, from? Vegan bacon, lettuce yes. feast. Lettuce feast. Is that here? It, yeah, it's a food truck. It's black owned. Like lettuce uh, Lettuce <laughs> as in the vegetable nigga. The fuck? But lettuce <laughs> what? Lettuce feast. feast. So, uh, yeah, it was so mm. good. Um, Laura Dern and Issa Rae, HBO put it in a development deal uh, for The Dolls. It's a limited series uh, that has Laura Dern and Issa Rae attached to star and executive produce. Are we excited about this? We know Laura is... What's the show that you told me about that's so good with the good cinematography and Zoe Kravitz? Yes. Laura's on that. And Mm -hmm. then Issa's on Insecure, of course, which has been renewed for a fourth season. But they're now doing what? They're collabing. It's a project named The Dolls. And Twin Peaks. And... uh, yeah, they'll co-write and everything, and congrats. That's to an Lee interesting Eason. combination. It is, it yeah. is. But I'm excited to see what what it turns out to be. Yeah, because I feel like they both come from two. Di- they they look at film and script in two different ways. Yeah. in my opinion. And Laura Dern is seasoned. Yeah, 
Issa still I mean, a newbie. I, I used to think, remember that movie, um, across here, Jurassic Park? And she was Dr. Sadler. I thought it was Sadler the entire oh, is that time. Oh, we're talking about. Yeah. Oh. But apparently, I read later on, is Dr. Sattler. So oh, I thought the entire Because my mom is was well, was Dr. Sadler before she got remarried. So I was like, oh, my mom's a TV star. That's just like, <laughs> this is unrelated, but that's just like Fighting Temptation, Samuel L. Jackson's wife, Latanya Jackson, her character. I thought it was P- Paulina Pritchett, but it's like Pritchard. Oh. You know the one, that, yeah. the, the rude one. Um, also piggybacking off of the success of Insecure, Natasha Rothwell, our fave, yes. who plays Kelly on Insecure. She just inked a deal for a happy marriage with HBO. Um, and so they'll be developing original programming that she will executively produce, write, and star in. So congratulations. Did you know she was on, in Love, Simon? Lady- yeah. How could you miss her in Love, Simon? She had a big role. I mean, I didn't see Love, Simon until like right. last week. I, I haven't seen it. Such a good movie. Yeah. Like a little Is teen, it, a little angsty a, teen rom-com. Yeah. I loved it. That's not a good movie. You it, didn't like Love, Simon? I felt like Love, Simon was written by like some old white WeHo queen who wanted to like I didn't express get that his, when did it come his out? issues of the 90s. This, this past year. It was completely irrelevant to like kids these days. How? Because kids these days are, unless you're like in the deep south or something like that, but I feel like the troubles that this kid had is not something that a 16 year old would have. Jace, LGBT kids are still being, still facing those same issues in school right now. I'm talking about the dating wise. As far as what? He was talking to like someone anonymously. And like, mm. what, so what do, you, what do you think kids do nowadays? What do you think teens do? No, I think people are more open now. Oh, wait. No, hold on. Not across the is board. This, is this this movie where the guy was uh, just hit up the um, the guy on it was Tumblr Online or something? And like, and they Tumblr. were talking. It started on Tumblr and then they went to their Gmail. And I just watched it, rewatched it on HBO Go. To, I, I, I've seen it. I think I've seen it one time. I think I do see it one time. This is what it sounds like, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they're, he was trying they're talking, to figure out who it yeah, was. Yeah, if he was gay or not. Yes. And then like he had like the best girlfriend and best guy friend yes. or whatever. Yeah. Yes. So you like, did see was, it. Okay, yeah. You did yeah. see it. <laughs> <laughs> there was just certain <laughs> themes that I saw. That just reminded me. I was like, eh, I don't, I don't subscribe to this. Well, everything ain't for everybody. I didn't like what's the the uh, the predatory movie that everybody loves. What? Call me by your name. I didn't find anything cuter and endearing by that. that. Um, I was like a seventeen year old taking a forty year old or something. Like he that. was twenty four. Oh, well. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Whatever. Um, moving on because we got like two more quick topics. So uh, let me pick. Really quick, shout Pick out one. Monique. She has a Vegas residency beginning in January at the SLS Hotel. January of next year, which is in a few weeks. So Your birthday. I guess it's more. Maybe I'll go. You, you know I love us some Monique. I love me some Monique. Have fun. Um, okay, yeah, both you don't like Monique? <laughs> Why don't you like Monique? I just, she just never did it for me, honestly. She just really never did it for me, honestly. Even with the queens of comedy? You don't like her stand-up? I, I could have been your cellmate. I live no. I, I could have been your cellmate. She's definitely that's no. a comedy special. No, I I even watched it, but no, I'm more like a some more. Like I, I live love some more. I love some more. I live for Adele Gibbons. Um, mm. you know more. I like the more raunchy stuff. That's just who I am naturally. You don't think Monique's mm. raunchy? Naturally mm. raunchy. Maybe just not for me. Not not everything's for everybody. No. I'll give. That's you that. why we're friends. <laughs> I'll go see Monique. Um, Salim Akil. So I'm gonna skip over Absidy and Southwest. There was a little white girl named A B. Her name is spelled A B C D E. 
and it's pronounced Absidy. Oh, that's and what a she was Southwest <laughs> ticket agent. Like, what? A Southwest ticket agent keyed on her time, and the mom got mad. They were flying out of Orange County back to Texas. John Wayne, and that's just what it was. The girl's name was Absidy. I like the name actually, and honestly, I thought it was—I <laughs> thought it was going to be like a radio station or something. But I thought it was a brand. Yeah, I definitely thought it was. <laughs> the some name type isn't of brand. bad, but I think that the spelling you trash. shouldn't expect right. right. But yeah, it's so common. It it's common on GMA Day. They said there's a few a few people in Named the United Absidy States spelled, spelled that. Well, yes, That's there are stupid. a few people. A B C D E, Absidy. Um, You're asking for it, Dwayne Martin. Case. This is also really quickly. Dwayne Martin, Tisha Campbell's estranged husband, got caught up in a little scam with the IRS. Jada and Will lent them, you know, their best friends, lent them some money. He hid it and filed for bankruptcy. You know the classic scam. Didn't they that talk the about that red do. table talk? Yeah. No, this is fresh. Tisha Campbell Maybe the was loan. I think the, the loan, loan was. Yeah, sure. Who was the guest? I don't remember, but I've heard Tisha this before. Because Tisha and Dwayne ain't never been on Red Table Talk. Something, no, this, something, it's been made public that they loaned the money. I recall. But I don't, but there's nothing about like scandal or bankruptcy or anything like that. Yeah, they definitely, they filed for bankruptcy. And so, yeah. Um, Is that really a scandal though? So, yeah, because. He's hiding money. Yeah, technically, you're hiding assets. You get, you're supposed to pay report. I mean, we Donald, know this. Donald are you, Trump? Are you taking? <laughs> I was just about to ask. Are you taking note from your president? No, but yeah, I mean, any money that any funds that you get, you're supposed to report. And if you get caught, then you just deal with the repercussions, which he is. And Tisha's not. What pissed me off about this is the story. The people that were reporting it kept saying Tisha's estranged husband. Tisha's estranged husband. As if to suggest that Dwayne does not have a career his of his own. own. Name, right. And so you don't need to link her, like sully her name. Which leads to my final story because Mara's name is being sullied with Salim. So Salim Akil, Mara Brock Akil's husband. We know them as producers extraordinaire. Show developer extraordinaire. Where the hell are my notes for this story? Did I leave them? Oh, my God. Okay, so Warner Brothers has officially opened an investigation into the domestic violence claims against producer, writer, Salim McKill. So actress Amber Dixon Brenner, who I looked up and who looks like she could be one of Mara's sisters. For context, uh, Mara's sister, I can't remember her name, but she was the mean one to Kim Parker on The Parkers. If you remember, at the college, Kim is Countess's character, and then the the mean AKA like cheerleader is Mara's younger sister in real life. But anyway, um, this actress that's filing the suit looks like she could be a Brock as well. Anyway, um, she this started with Love Is, which we know is the show on OWN. I used this as a topic a few weeks ago, and she was suing for the idea. And now she's suing Salim because allegedly they've had they had a relationship for about 10 years and there are graphic allegations from claims of him refusing to stop a painful sexual encounter to forcing her to lick a parking lot wall. The suit also claims Akil threatened to leave her in a desert if she got pregnant and and he proceeded to stick three fingers. This is really graphic up her anus and started lecturing her while his fingers were inside of her on a patio at Martha's vineyard. Um, what else? He forced oral sex on her, urinated in her mouth at a, at a birthday party, slapped her. So there's all of these like violent, wild 
allegations that this woman is throwing out. And so people are, I've seen mixed reactions. Some people are insinuating, okay, your love is lawsuit, didn't pick up steam. So now this is surfacing people. Some people think that they were carrying on an affair and now she's trying to twist it into sexual assault. Some people look at the love is lawsuit as a warning shot. You know what I'm saying? Like if I got something on you, I'm letting you know. I need a piece of that love is check, sis. Otherwise, the other shoe's about to drop. He ignored it. Into it. It sounds like it because that is too many different events. It happened multiple times. Yeah, for you to just be there and then all of a sudden I'm just not into it and I'm going to cry wolf. No. (coughs) Ooh. (coughs) Sorry. (coughs) Lord have mercy. Yeah, he threatened to kill her. He. (laughs) Oh, she's so sick. Michelle is so sick, guys. Are you going to be okay for next week? Oh, I have no choice, honey. I'm going to <laughs> rehearsal right after this, okay? Oh. Adios mio. So yeah, Jace, what do you think? Um, what do I think? Um, Jace thinks that um for ten years that's a very long time to be having an affair. Um, and so kind of I, I don't necessarily like say cry wolf, but I think that she was definitely willing willingly in this situation and then but that does not you know excuse his actions if she felt violated with case and b um so yeah those are my yeah. thoughts well we'll see how this unfolds this is incredibly embarrassing as someone who has interviewed mara and who likes mara i can only imagine what she's going through right now like this is emb- and then all of the all of the searches when you type in her name are linked to this mess and she yeah. has nothing to do with this. I, mean, I don't think well, that's fair. Mm, she, I mean, your partner, your partner is an extension of you. Yeah. Um, I was definitely going to ask Kim that today, Kim Kardashian on Twitter, because you know Kanye's standing by XXX Tentacion. Um, and is he dead? Yes, but yeah. Kanye's creating merchandise in his honor. Really? I, I'm not understanding why. Is and this has guy collaborated so... with him on a song. It's what? for the the kids, really. Like, so we it's wouldn't like the understand. Kids Tupac. But these no, but like ooh, so, but he is so, huh? Jay said he's like the kids too. No, and that's why uh, what's his name got drugged today. What's his name? Um, oh my god! Somebody just made that connection today as Tupac and XXX, and oh god, I don't believe so. Anyways, but like I, I can't agree. Kid. And this kid was over here beating on women, right? You know, uh, pulling yeah. out guns and mm-hmm. like. So that was the first thing. I didn't know who he was when he died. And so I had got to Google in and I seen these videos and like these charges and stuff like that. And then I seen all these girls sitting here crying for him and stuff like that. Angsty. What is yeah. Because you know what? On. So many people are willing to look past so many different things. And right. so, and we've seen it plenty of times before. I was aware of this kid before it happened, but when this news broke, page six uh, broke the news about Kanye still supporting him despite all of this. And that is why, just to piggyback off of Jace's point about how you're an extension of your relationship. I wanted to ask him, how do you as a woman feel? How do you as someone who survived uh, being tied up in a bathtub in Paris feel about your husband standing by this man who allegedly did that and worse to his pregnant ex-girlfriend? But see, that's a little different for me. Like the association with Kim, because I don't think Kim should be drugged into that. I think with the Salim case, that's his... Where's the disconnect? The disconnect is that he's working for some bullshit, but that's work. The Salim case is he's cheating on his wife with another woman. 
So I can see how people are tying in Mara with that. But the cheatation has nothing to do with Mara. That's his Kanye, wife. Kanye on moral ground is still actively choosing to support someone. Granted, he is dead, right. but still actively choosing to su- support is, someone with these allegations. People like what does that have to do with Kim? Because that's that's Kim. But so what does the man stepping yeah. out on me have to do with me? That's your marriage. Is there, is still, there, is there going to be a divorce? Am I crazy? Is there going to be like what? They're like connected it's connected. It's, it's they're your relationship. connected either way. No, I mean it's, it's connected, but but my husband's not politics direct- are a reflection of my politics. It's a reflection, but it's not directly connected to you. This situation with Salim is another woman in the picture. So, so how I, does that directly connect so, to Mara? Okay, so if Salim was single, okay, it would wouldn't be the same story. Okay, same because, same with Kanye. Okay, I'm saying. He is in a relationship with Marbot Kakil. He's married. Mm-hmm. So with this story of him doing whatever to another woman, that was stepping out of his marriage. Okay. So that is the connection with that. Okay. Kanye West doing something for this ex- whatever the hell his name is, <laughs> like has nothing to do with Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian has her own brand. Kim, he's so working. Mara. But Mara and but that's they're married. So is but Kim and Kanye. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't understand because where you're the allegations from. against Salim have to do with his relationship with his wife. They don't though. His allegations. What are you talking about? He's man, okay. If my husband him sexually assaulting that woman allegedly while had they were absolutely together, nothing to do with Mara. Mara was not a I, willing participant. Mara I, didn't give that the green light. I could see to our knowledge someone asking me if my husband was publicly outed for being with somebody else while they were with me mm-hmm. what the next move is because that would affect my marriage but see that's not what's happening what i'm saying is this is coming up as a top hit for mara so how is the, it's not what you're saying is what's good for the goose ain't good for the gander because even with my politics if i'm out here championing fit feminism and i'm mm-hmm. dating a white man who's a white nationalist that affects me as well there's no disconnect there's, no one's going to say what does that have to do with Shar being a black trans woman dating a white man who's a staunch tra- it happens with Tamara Mowry Housley and her Fox News correspondent right. husband but and she are, has her own brand as a Mowry sister those are two separate things and like maybe you guys see it differently I do. but if someone is cheating on somebody i do or has a third in their marriage, or whatever the case may be, then that is something that directly affects Mara Brockakil with the situation. And that is her husband. I was just saying, it's, it's a, it's a, I'm saying it's a romantic. I'm not saying I'm effect. Saying, the only thing that's showing up, like with as a top hit, as a top hit on her. Right. I'm not right. saying that it's that's... right, but I can understand. Like, are, are they going to get divorced? What's like? Well, eventually that might be in the cards, but right now, like for for everything that I've been politics. doing, if this is taking over that I have a I have a problem with that for sure. If I if all of my receipts are now yes, cr- crowded with your book, yes, yes. Right. but I'm saying I have a problem right, with that. Right. I agree, sure. but I can see it in too. A, in a marriage, anything, any move that you make in a relationship, bump a marriage, right. you are a reflection yeah. of if if you're dating someone who's out here doing God knows what, that is an, an immediately reflection of, of you. Whether fuck together. Oh, I'm Thank sorry. You. What is it? Should we say bagel double feather <laughs> fuck together? <laughs> Okay, bagels. No, nobody's flocking. So let's jump right into the uh, corner. And now it's time for the LGBT corner. 
So I'm excited to announce that CTA, which stands for Chicago Transit Authority, is rolling out a new policy that allows transgender employees to apply for medically necessary surgery through the agency's insurance program, Cigna Health. That's amazing. While the plan has long covered hormone replacement therapy and other forms of care affecting trans workers, surgeries were excluded from the coverage and more than 11,000 individuals work for CTA. Although it's unknown how many transgender people will be affected by the policy. If the department staff corresponds with the percentage of trans people in the U S over in the U S overall around 66 workers now will be eligible for gender affirming surgery. So I have to shout out the CTA. It is the second busiest Chicago is the second busiest mass transit system in the nation. And so now all of those people driving those trains and driving those buses who happen to be trans and who happen to want um, affirming surgeries now have a fighting shot to have it covered by insurance. I love to hear that for sure. Amen. Let's move on to the topic. So my topic, I don't know. My topic uh, is actually from an ask Wendy from earlier last month. And yeah, let's take a listen. Talking about this guy all summer long. So she sets up this dinner for us to meet him. And when I walk in, I know him. Oh! <laughs> do you know him or do you know him? All right, so that's where the clip cuts off. So my question to you all is. Have you ever been in a situation, whether it be family or a friend, where someone starts dating someone? And I know West Hollywood is so small, so this should be interesting. Uh, And you have a quote like a I hit it first, even though, of course, things go beyond sex. But for context of the conversation, I hit it first type thing. Like you have a friend like if I came to you, Michelet, black trans woman to black trans woman. And I'm like, I met this guy, girl. He is everything I wanted more and we meet up for the brunch at the Hudson and you know he walks in and you knew him as Wendy <laughs> mm-hmm. have you ever been in a situation like that I have been in a situation like that actually how many times <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well anyways so and moving like in that type of situation he can be everything for you mm-hmm. and absolutely just Whatever it was for me, right? Right. And so I'm the type of girl, like, if especially if we don't have this ongoing thing or I'm not, pre- I mean, talking to him at the moment, then girl, get your life. You know what I mean? Like, have fun. Do what you do. Bitch, if the dick is good, the dick is good. Like, it, you know? And so... Would you tell? Um, Or have you told? Well, I'm... Or well, right, or have well, you? Well, the reality is, if she's my girlfriend, girlfriend... I'll be like, well, you remember such and such and such and such. That one story. And we always remember the stories. Mm-hmm. Then she will already, and then she can go ahead and do what she will with that information. You know what I mean? Because that's just how open we are. You right. Know? How do you think you would handle if you were on the receiving end? Girl, I would be fine. Like, as long as I knew that he was, I mean, we were good and what I knew. Then and my girlfriend wasn't really feeling any type of way about it. Mm-hmm. Then I'm I'm fine with that. I think me and my girlfriends we're definitely clear communicating. Yeah, 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 we're okay. Yeah, for sure. Like, like bitch, get your life. 
at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm, I feel like that's mean. Oh, what? Yeah, if he's a chaser, that's a whole oh, nother thing. Girl, you know what I mean? That's a whole other episode. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's a little different, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I would be I would be fine with it, though. What about you, Jace? Um, I've actually been asked permission, kind of on the other end, if they someone could date someone that they knew that I had either slept with or dated. Well, that's, that's respectable. I, was about to say, that's, yeah. I like that. Very yeah. courteous. Yeah, Especially it. with the way that the girls move in these streets. Oh, they my best friend fucked my ex-boyfriend. I asked oh. I said, all you had to do is ask me. And like, you know, so a, absolutely. It was what it was. I once had a college roommate that was that was trying to climb up on, on all my pieces. See. But they would come back and tell me. Now, I know some of them probably did. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying I know some of them probably <laughs> did do that dance right right but some of them didn't as well so yeah um have i i think i've been more on the opposite end where like someone i've actually no 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 no. there was a particular situation where i remember i found out a friend was dating one of my exes that i was like in a serious relationship with and And they didn't tell they didn't communicate that no and then by the time i found out they had already broken up and so, Ooh. and I found, I forgot how I found out. I don't know if it was like Instagram. Or it was just me like How long were they by. dating? I have no idea. What did you do after? Nothing. I was, so you didn't feel like your friend tried you by not? I laughed. And I was just like, oh, uh-huh, that's funny. And then I think because because they were broken up already, I didn't really feel like deeply matter. about I it. I think I can never trust you again. Oh, absolutely. Oh not. no, no, no. Like, oh no, no. <laughs> fucked up. That friend you has been, was put at a distance, and they have no idea why. Okay, right. they, well, they know why. Know they know. <laughs> no, they've been new. They've been new. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've been new. Yes, you can't act oblivious. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is very but there was. I remember like times because I never saw them together. Um, but I would see like, hey, da da da, and like I would look back. I'm like, wow, you were dating my ex when I was like cutting up with you in the club. And, and the so, whole time they knew. And the whole time they knew that, yeah, because I mean, I'm but that's pretty. So weird that you don't have any uh, frame of like a time, like a time frame. Like, it was, I mean, probably like it was less than a year. Like I don't think it's a long time. I don't think though. it got. I could see a, a dip and do, but dating. Yeah, you. It wasn't a dip and do. That. It was. They were definitely dating, but I want to say it was like they it was trial and error. Like they tried it, it didn't work and out. And it had. They had to have either been hella discreet or people around you were working overtime to keep that away from right, you. Right, because all like one thing I will say, I know <laughs> a lot of people across this country, and like I don't um, talk about it, but if my ex goes to another state. I know people in that state who will see and take pictures. Who's going to screenshot the ja- that he's on Jack? Yeah. Right, two point yeah. two miles and I, away. And I will never say anything. I don't know. Say, hey, my friend said. I always like, hey, did you have a good time? Like Ooh. that's the way that I navigate. Because like I may know With all the, the shit about you, back, right? Maybe. But yeah, no, I know a bunch of shit. And like things like uh, one thing that's good about you know me being so socially friendly is that I have a lot of friends, a lot of places, and that are typically always on my side and will let me know. Hey, Jay's, you know, I thought this was fishy. How do you feel? And send it to me. So mm-hmm. they're four together. And also, I was about to say, there's also a lot of people who wouldn't say anything at all, especially if they're, you know, yeah, down for down to ride. I mean, there's a lot of mm-hmm. there's been a lot of like huge monumental like moments in my relationship that were brought to me by a friend, and I appreciate that. So Bad you ones. have been in a situation like this. So how? Mm-hmm. So you have you ever? been so you said that you've been on like the receiving end as far as like finding out about it have you ever had to tell someone that i fucked their man um or that you had once dated or interacted with beyond mm, sex 
Like sex isn't the no. stopping point. I think it's always been the case where like I find out that my ex has dated somebody that was a friend or mm. fucked them. But I'm saying, have you ever had to tell someone like, hey, the, the guy no. that you've been bragging about, I once dated. No, I always hit first. Mm. Does that make you feel superior? Not really. It just makes you feel stupid. I can't say that I've ever been in a situation like this that I can think of. Ever? Off the top of my head, no. That's a blessing. I mean, aside from aside from my college roommate type story, um, when I was in adolescence and exploring my sexuality, I didn't have a lot of LGBTQ friends. I just had two. Most of my friends were cis black women. And so it wasn't like the same uh, pools to pick from. Okay. And so if we did become, because of course my circle of LGBT friends expanded throughout the years, but then that w- that situation was like two years old. Like, you know, there's still some trans girl that's mad at me in Chicago who still may want to fight me because her dude was talking to me and I didn't even know she existed. They're trying to fight you? Yeah, yeah she was trying to yeah. fight me. The jungle, sh- uh, Chicago? I got the south side. The, yes, right. the girl. Well, she, Ooh. the thing is we had seen each other and she never like got stupid with me in person, but I felt it. And then I would hear things from people, you know? I always hate hearing um, things. But this was years ago. I was home from college and her dude slid in my... I started talking... Now, granted, we only talked for maybe like two, three weeks because I was the type of girl that was like, listen, I'm going back to school and I know what I'm going to be on when I'm back to school. So I'm not interested in starting anything, laying any type of real foundation. I'm only in Chicago for three months, okay? In and out. And then I'm going back to school. So that's how I want you to be. Uh, basically <laughs> don't throw no handcuff on me because I'm letting you know now it's not going to work. Cause as soon as I, I got pieces back, back in the South as well. So I'm not about to be sitting up here with the chastity belt on talking about, I got a man in Chicago. Like <laughs> that's just never been me. But, uh, yeah, I've never had to, I, I know that I've never had to tell anyone like girl, that man that you've been bragging to me about been there, done that. I've never had to, uh, do that. I don't think I would tell immediately. Well, in the Ask Wendy case, this was her cousin. Yeah. So I mean, the cousin, no, that's a little I, deep. I was about to say, like, family. I, no, at that, no, like, I feel like I can't keep things like that in. Like, it starts to itch and, like, scratch at me. I'm like, bitch, like. And you have that, like, that you, moment you, with him yeah. and I. I you know what I mean? Say, it's, it's better like, coming from you than him. Yeah, exactly. So Don't let like, him get in the car with her on the way back home and be like, because, hey. Because a nigga getting in, can get in between your relationship with anybody yeah. so quick. Look. <laughs> Almost so, yes, I would have. Exactly. I would have to. I would definitely have to. And I would tell her with the most, up, like, respect, of course. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because. But I once twirled him Dick two is a years beautiful ago. thing. It can, <laughs> it can be. It can also be a very destructive thing in more ways than Exactly, one. exactly. Destructive or distracted? Destructive oh. with a U. Destruct. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so I've never been on and no one's ever told me anything like, girl, the guy that you're that you're raving about, I ha-, like no one's ever told me that and I I have never told anyone. I that. know how I would, how I would receive that. Like it depends on who I think it depends on who it's coming from. And the exactly. tone. Because yeah. yeah, if it's like a bragging right, like mm-hmm, I know, I know oh, him. Mm-mm. Do that, 
And, because and the, bitches are that, crazy. But that bitch is never your friend anyway. So then yeah. it wouldn't really, really wouldn't matter. You know what I mean? I, then I would probably just go ahead and fuck them anyway. In right. the context of someone like a like <laughs> a Samantha Sex. Jones from Sex right. in the City, I'd probably roll my eyes because, girl, you sleep with everybody. Right. We, I know people like that in Hollywood. Like, girl, you sleep with... I wouldn't be surprised. You know, like, girl, you you will literally lay down with any and everything. So I'm not surprised that you slept with him. Right. But now I'm, I'm side-eyeing him because you you laying down with any and everything. As Janet said, so you doing the bending uh, for color girls. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and so, uh, but if it's someone like, for example, just referencing back Sex in the City, like a Carrie or a Charlotte, who I know is capable of having a more emotional connection, I feel like I, that would give me more to think about versus someone who's out here for everybody. I'm not dating someone that my friend dated. Fuck whatever. But if y'all actually like dated, then I'm not going to do that. Really? Regardless of time span? Regardless if we um, dated for a month versus three years? I think time span plays a little bit of a role, but I'd probably say no initially. But, what, but if it's something... But what if you fall for this person yeah, exactly. and then it surfaces? I'm not talking about someone that you knew prior. And then prior. it surfaces. And that's a conversation I have to have with my friend. Let's say I, like my friend's feelings would be the make or break of the relationship that I'm in. But it would definitely be... I would take into uh, into consideration I'd be, I'd be leery about uh, group dinners and stuff like not leery um, and this may be my own insecurity speaking I don't know if I want you all sharing space how do I know that that while I'm cutting into my potatoes that you don't look up and get Girl, a twinkle in your eye you ain't never on the say? brunch in WeHo like, <laughs> and, and try to spark up something that's anybody, single too if anybody can take something that was yours it was never yours right. that is true so it's it's just just to be secure and just know that bitch like they they moved on hopefully from the situation and then if it is your girlfriend she should have your back enough to know that bitch yeah. i wouldn't you yeah. know what i mean mm -hmm. like your real girlfriend or your cousin i would never do anybody. i mean well you know, i would I never have... i would never do anything like that either but i've i've been surprised in the past by people who i've called my friends yeah. some of them my best friends who know some of my deepest darkest secrets mm. have surprised me and the friendship no longer exists over a so, man um Mm, no, not over a man. But trust. Well, no, no, no. One, one was kind of our trust. My, uh, one was over a, a guy. Yeah, and I've had girlfriends. Yeah, I and now I have had girlfriends, and this is public knowledge now, at least between she and I. Um, one of my cis girlfriends, her boyfriend at the time, she was actively dating him. He tried to get at me and I did not tell her in that moment because she, and she knows this, at the time, we were teenagers and she was extremely boy crazy. And I knew, even as a teen, I knew that if I would have told her, then I would have been cut off. Oh, absolutely. All I, I know that she would have confronted him. He would have been like, so-and-so lying, crazy. Yeah. And that would have been the end of our friendship. Yeah. And so I ended up telling her years later. And we've had hard conversations, but you know we're good today as fully formed women in our 30s. We're good today, but I know that 15 years ago that would have been the end because she would have automatically taken his side. Yeah. That's just the, the girl that she was at the Dick time. Is a beautiful thing. That's yeah. the girl that she was. But <laughs> that, was, that was a jarring experience. So <laughs> uh, you guys Ooh. weigh in. Be sure to use the hashtag KT Radio. I'm interested to hear some of you all's responses. This is this is quite the messy topic for the timeline. So hopefully I'll shake your Friday up. Mm. Let's move on to the next topic. So my topic involves Bitcoin. I'm joking. Um, so my topic is about technology and where we are at 
with um kind of dating and so i was having this conversation earlier today about how you find people out in the sphere or your radius um online so i wanted to ask you ladies a question about your best and worst experiences um meeting somebody whether it be on a hookup app or a dating app or facebook or instagram or ig or twitter are you a twitter honey not really on twitter no twitter it, i feel like twitter gives a degree of transparency that certain other platforms yeah just don't. i'm a little more reckless on twitter well, you also get to see that person's train of thought. You get to see, you know. I feel that way on Instagram because I'm I'm not on that Twitter is true. like that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Instagram is also good too. Um, and what I, so what's weird for me, right, is being like a quote unquote like public figure. Um, mm. People in the gay scene will tell their um, like cousins and like I guess straight homeboys about me mm-hmm. and then they'll go to my Instagram and kind of like personally like seek me out you know what I mean mm-hmm. and like DM mm-hmm. me you know and those type of things and so granted early so I think that was actually my well, it's happened to me a few times but <laughs> um, there's this one particular situation where I did meet this guy and he was super cool. Like he was actually, but I didn't. Was it like know. dinner, coffee, bedroom? It was <laughs> no. It was uh, what? And initially, it was like oh, I'm about to be so honest here. But uh, that's, listen, <laughs> that's what the show is for. Mm-hmm. Okay, give it so to us initi- good or don't give it to us at all. Yeah. So we were talking. Uh, we were DMing for a while, and I trust me, I don't answer everybody's DMs. This just happened to slip through. <sighs> <laughs> but um yeah. i'm sure it did <laughs> <laughs> so anyways yeah it was it was a good time um and it was like you know a good time where three o'clock in the morning were you about yard house or the boudoir three o'clock in the morning three o'clock in the morning oh very you know situation but then we wind up falling asleep waking up and i had somewhere to go for a friend's birthday which happened to be like a staycation and so he didn't have anything. He didn't have to go to work, so he wound up going on the staycation. Oh, with me. <gasps> oh, yeah. You were living life on the wild side. <laughs> you didn't know if this person was gonna have a psychotic break, be a klepto. No, it was. It was. It was super, <laughs> like we wound up like we went to the club together. We went like and you know. Can I ask where this was the, or like the landscape? We went then? to yeah, Palos Verdes. Where oh, okay. it was like um the Tanea. Yep. Yeah, Terranea. Yeah, the Terranea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was and it was absolutely beautiful. Beautiful resort. Yeah, it was my friend gorgeous. got engaged there. Mm-hmm. So and we stayed there for two days and then we um, in the villa back. Yeah, in a villa. It was <laughs> very it was gorgeous. So yeah, I would say that was You all must have had some sort of connection we, because I would have been like, I must leave now. <laughs> I'll let you know when I'm back. Of it course was fun. Of course, I'm not bringing a stranger with me to a friend's birthday party at a at a at a resort type situation. Absolutely not. I mean, we definitely if the connection was all right. Honey. That's what I'm saying. I know it had to have been. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing, <laughs> <laughs> or not? No, no. But yeah. So, anyways, that was that was my best. I okay. Think. What about your worst? Um, my worst. I don't know. Um, Too many to count. Kiway? I said too many to count. No, not even. That's not good. even. Um 
Because generally, like, if I ever, like, search those sites, right, I will end up more so, like, trying to find someone and then I'll get over it. And then I wind up falling asleep with, like, my phone in my hand or something right. like that. And then, like, the feeling the next day is never the same. So I just wind Ever. up deleting the same. fucking, like... <laughs> same. Mm-hmm. And it's been two years for me, but same. I so, can totally yeah. relate to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's um, for me, well, actually, now that I think about it, I tried Bumble earlier this year. Oh. I only lasted four days, though. You all listening know that I'm not cut out for these Bumping things. Bumping Bumbles? I, went, I literally went from... When I think when we first started this damn show and I used to tell you all about uh, the dating apps and stuff I used to be and I'd be like, I was on for like a month, two months, and now it's like very much what you just said. The feeling is never the same for me the next day. Yeah. I instantly delete. And so I, I downloaded Bumble because a colleague of mine, shout out to Stacey Ike, she had collaborated with Bumble. So it was constantly in my face. I went to a few of her events and brunches and things like that. Um, and she's also a host, by the way. But anyway. Oh, wait, we met her at the Green Book. You, yeah, you met, yeah. you met her. I know her. Well, I'm, um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I met her. Um, and so, so yeah, she at one point had a partnership with Bumble. So it was constantly in my face. And then one of my production assistants at the time, she would come in and update me and a few others on her dating chronicles. And she explained like, there's like coffee and bagel there's like a few ones that are not Mm -hmm. mainstream that she exposed me to bumble being one and what i liked about bumble is that the woman made the first move now i don't know how that works for non-conforming non-binary folk (laughs) but but uh bumble is very binary and i don't know how that works for even same gender loving folk right Hmm. which woman makes the first move about that but anyway so the woman makes the first move i went out on a date with a guy uh, in like March, I want to say. It was so a year. very nice date. Yes. Okay. A very nice date. I made the first move. We got to talk and got was to chat. Was it chatting. dinner? It was dinner. Mm-hmm. It started at 7 and it ended at 11. Not oh, I remember anywhere this. else. Yes, you do. Not anywhere else. <laughs> Jason remembers because I called Jason a week later and I had to tell him some things about this guy. <laughs> but uh, that it was a great date, but it was only one date. So I've had, I say that to say I've had, I have had pretty decent quote-unquote dating experiences from dating apps. For the most part, the horrible ones have been... uh, I instantly thought of this one time where I met this guy and he was supposed to come over. And by the time he got to my house, I was wondering what the hell was taking so long. Turns out that he rode a bike. So (laughs) you show up to my house. This is red flag number one. You show up to my house sweaty. Right. Right. You right. just rode a you just Take rode a, a bike. That night. You just rode a bike. Please. When I say blocks, y'all believe me, blocks. He and, was and uh, nothing wrong with riding a bike, but like, come on, for a date. It, it, don't ride a bike to come see me. Right. Okay. So, um, and I have nothing against bike riders, but he knew what time it was and you showed up sweaty right. and nasty. <laughs> so your boss is all Char, dripping with sweat. Char has already ruled out this isn't happening. Right. Then I go outside just as a, as a courtesy act. I, I went to the door to greet him. And I, I want to also note that I also I often make jokes because I live alone now. So I've become a little bit more recluse. But when I had roommates, I was a little bit more free knowing that I had the security of my roommates. If anything was of wrong, men there would be like, some ass whooping or the police. Call. Like if any, God forbid, and thank God, nothing ever went crazy. 
uh, in these escapades. But so this guy shows up and he was a catfish and not a catfish in the sense of he was pretending to be someone else. It just was, okay. the picture that I've been talking to is at least three, four years old. This Mm. ain't you today. You have significantly (laughs) changed from this picture. Girl, girl. And and you sweaty. Hard drugs. And you sweaty. No, seriously, it was some hard living going on. So that's one of the the bad experiences. Most bad experiences that have come from dating apps have stayed on the app because mm-hmm. I, I don't let a lot of people in quickly. Mm-hmm. So they've stayed on the app as far as guys just, you know, you get little like red flags like, okay, I need to stop talking to you because clearly you crazy or we don't agree fundamentally on a lot of things or this is clearly like a fetishism. You trying to do race play and call me the N word. Oh, God. (laughs) There was one person who slipped through the cracks. Chase is always around when this happened. (laughs) So uh, when we went to Vegas for Kiss and Tell Vegas. Uh Uh-huh. Um, there was someone that I was talking to and I was so excited about him because he was a, he was like a web developer and he was going to help me with my website and he was smart and funny and just, but his true colors came out in that he was only looking for sex and which I don't have an issue with if I, if that's what I'm looking for as well, but it was a fetishism that came with it because he uh, just the way that he viewed I didn't feel that he viewed me as a woman and I did not feel that he respected me I felt like he was on some dark web transsexual porn type and this all came trickling out there were little breadcrumbs like in retrospect when I think back like "Mm, he kind of (laughs) did say that or he kind of did so there were little breadcrumbs but it just got increasingly worse like increasingly worse and he became a little cuckoo like a little you know little and so he that scared me that's one of the things that was like okay sharp back up but uh i say that to say for the most part the the pros that have come from dating apps for me have been actual dates whether they happen one time and they're awesome dates or it's been a series of dates and of course nothing ever leads anywhere it's like we go on six dates and then one day you stop texting and then i stop or you're dry and i'm dry and it just kind of comes this this checking in type thing. And then it just falls off. There's never the momentum never stays for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, so it's either been one extreme or the next nice dates. I've never been on a bad date from a dating app. Never, mm-hmm. never, never had a guy run out on me, dine and dash, say he ain't got his car. Nothing crazy. <laughs> nice stuff. Lucky you. Nice movies, museums, restaurants. And then on the flip side of that is awful stuff sweaty balls at the doorstep so yeah what about you jace speaking of sweaty balls so i actually have shared my um our worst experience on this podcast before because it was also my worst experience in general it involved um cheese dick and addicts we speaking of kiss and tell vegas that is when (laughs) i (laughs) full circle We talked about that at Kiss and Tell Vegas because I was repulsed. Did we? Yes. I was I, on stage talking about that? You talked about it publicly. Shit. Well, anyways. Um, so, yeah. I and my I was in a, um, a, a dry spell. And my friend, who is Samantha Jones to me, wanted me to go away and enjoy it. Um, and have other people enjoy my loins. And so I decided to get on the apps and... I met this dude, and he was unclean, um, lived with his parents, and so we were in the attic, 
attic of his apartment complex. And this is not like new West Hollywood. This is like built in like the Holocaust, New Jersey, like attic. So it was like spider of cobwebs. It was a mess. Um, so that was my worst experience. Um, my best one. So I'm not an app person at all. Um, and this one particular person I met on an app and it was Tinder when I tried to do it. And our first, and we argued about this for a long, a long time because I we went to run in for our first meet, which I thought was a date, but allegedly that was not a date because he was hungover. And so, <laughs> right. So he's struggling. Wait a minute. He was hungover and running. Yeah. What an idiot. But he showed up. And There's no way on God's green earth. <laughs> you trying to die. There's no there's no look, exit route. Once you start running, you got to complete right. it. But look, he completed. And, I, and to this day, I'll give him the props. Um, and then we ended up going on another meetup to a restaurant. And we ended up dating for a while. And so, and he was cool. He was fun. And so I think that was my best. And meeting him, because before that, I was never, an, like, every single person that I've met, I think, yeah, he's the only person that I met through an app that I actually, like, dated. Everyone else was either, like, a friend or... I prefer in person. Yeah, that's the way I am, too, because I can't fill you out properly and assess you properly or have a discerning prefer, spirit about who you I, are I'm also, through a phone. I'm also just, um, I don't do those. Like, I haven't been on those, like I said, mentioned... I haven't been on those apps in a, in a while, but it's something also that comes with like how Michelle mentioned the Instagram. My guard's a little bit down on it. I think because Instagram isn't specifically marketed as like a dating app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Versus if I'm on Tinder, then I'm like, mm, I'm side eyeing everybody. Everybody. But if really? you slide in, exactly. yes, if you slide in my Insta or Twitter DMs, my guard is going to be down. I see. I'm the opposite. Well, I would say down. It's just a little. Well, bit I was about to say, yeah, yeah. it's not. Open book, open yeah, legs, savage, but I'm more susceptible to talk to you right. versus if I'm being inundated with, oh, you've been matched with so-and-so because like I said, the way that it's marketed, right. Tinder is marketed specifically for hooking up or relationships or whatever comes from it. Instagram, you're just minding your business. And then one day, do, 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 or you get, you wake up to 42 likes. So it's right. like, you know, <laughs> you 42. Know how, oh, yes. Oh, yes. You want my attention? Okay. <laughs> you clearly have my attention. You didn't like every notification. Right. Girl, Yesterday okay. is gone. Yes. Um. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. So, Michelle, glad you're on this week. <laughs> it is Friday, December 7th. And next week, it's going down mm-hmm. in a real way. So tell us the tea on Eight Days of Christmas, which I'll be hosting, which I'm very excited. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, honey. Top yes. on board. Um, okay, so. So what what uh, inspired you to do this this year? Okay, so. Um, all right. So I always, I always wanted to put together a show. Um, period, right? And initially, um, all honesty, I was like just thinking, okay, I will just be like, it will just be a show for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to do, and I started a group right. by me. Um, and in honesty, like, I started Glasswing Group, like, before this, even before Lemonade. And I had just got, it was, we talked about Glasswing Group. It was so group. Discor- discouraging, you know what I mean? With, like, trying to raise money. Yeah. And, like, trying to... And even, actually, 
going in and speaking to some of these girls, I was just like, to walk away from them, um, knowing their story and like where I was going and like to know that I could, like I was going to go sleep in my bed warm and they, they were doing, yeah. you know, and I, like it was heartbreaking, mm-hmm. heart wrenching. Like literally I was like feeling some type of way for a while. Um, so I had to like come to terms with like doing social work, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Which I was not trained to do. Right. I just know that I liked helping people. Um, and so anyway, so it, I figured out a way to marry the two, um, what I love to do and also to reach people. Um, and so that's where the Christmas show came up, Eight Days of Christmas. Okay. Um, and so it's put on by the nonprofit that I created, Glasswing Group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also um, I have finally some people who are sponsoring, okay. which I'm so happy for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know because it's hard to, to get sponsorship for trans people, much less black trans girl, people. Girl, when I tell you, exactly. And so it, it just, it you means out there the hustling. to me. I mean, I'm <laughs> telling you, like, literally, I cried. I literally was yeah. just like, this is unbelievable. You know what I mean? It actually, like, I get to do, like, some pretty awesome work, some work that's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Whenever you have something in your head, then like people like get it and then want to be a part of it. It's always yeah. just like okay, like I'm, mm-hmm. it makes sense to the world. Like I'm in the right space. Exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. Like, Maybe that's what it was, right? It, yeah, I just needed it was affirming. To just like go and keep going and doing what I needed to do, and then when it was time, it mm-hmm. was time. Up, you know, like I mean? Lady Gaga has said a million and one times during the press <laughs> ju- during the press junket for A Star Is Born, it could be a hundred people in the room. room. And 99 of them don't believe in you. And all it takes takes is one. Absolutely. (laughs) Shout out to you, Stephanie. This is so true. I mean, absolutely. That movie was absolutely incredible, by the way. Um, But so this is a collective, honestly. It is uh, for trans women of color. It's created by trans women of color. I mean, it goes from the host, who is Char, to the performers, who... Is Sasha me, Sasha Kobe, mm-hmm. um, never ending Nina, Nina. never ending, oh, never yeah. ending Nina notes. <laughs> it's never ending Nina notes. Okay. She was on our show just a few weeks ago. Yes, yes, or you yes. could just say never ending Nina. Nina. Yeah, that's how I know her. And then you have um, Sonique, and then you have even the DJ, DJ uh, oh, Lena, Lena Bradford. Bradford. Oh, Lena. Who is absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah so I did my like, first BuzzFeed video with Lena. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're all connected in some kind of way. Yes. And that's the beauty of it, right? And so to have this or to create this and to keep this like, because I, I couldn't do it by myself. I had to call my sister. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because together, we're so much stronger. Like, there's no way that, like, you know, it, it could just be me out here making a right. change. Right, absolutely. So this is what it is. It's a call to action to come together. Because most times, in the past especially, trans women are so competitive. We can't come together and there's so many people against us Mm -hmm. there needs to be a space created where we can be together and for Mm -hmm. us with our allies and you know just bring awareness to certain topics and the sense of unity as well community so that's what this is this is a safe space for us to have fun, you know, what brings us together most of the time, our shows, you know what I mean? And so, mm. of course, we're going to play into that. It's going to be a <laughs> freaking spectacular. <laughs> Let me tell you, this is the first time that I get to actually produce okay. a show. You so, more than talent? Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, so I've been, like, I'm 
definitely almost like curating this thing for real. Like I get to like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. my visions like get to like come to life. And then I also picked girls on, you know, on the cast who are in tune the same way. You right. know what I mean? So they understand like this is a show. You get to go from beginning to end, understand blackouts mm-hmm. and when the lights come on and fog machines and all of these. So it's right. I know you take your shit yes. very professionally. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I definitely <laughs> take it very seriously. I mean how like how dare I not right. Like, and I you roll around like you said. So yeah. I, I'm that bitch that walk, that drives around with her fans in her trunk or FedExes them to uh, Paris to make sure yeah. that they will be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you can understand that... Are I, you a Virgo too? No, I'm okay. a, Leo. a Leo. Okay. Yes, but my rising is in Virgo. Okay. Same. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is I'm Cancer Moon, Capricorn Sun, Virgo Rising. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Shout so out to the birth chart. Okay. That is like, no, it makes a huge difference, actually. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely crazy. I don't know what I am. No. Get well, your birth chart done. You can Google you can it. Google it yeah. You just need to know the time, the exact time that you were, you were born. born. I was like nine something. Yeah. See, nine something's Bellflower, not going to work. California. Nine something's not going to work. I think it was like 940. You need, you need, you need to exact. know specific, not I think. You need to know for Hour sure. For sure. Right. Oh. For your birth chart. For, for accurate reading. Okay. But yeah, so okay, so it's going down December 13th at 8 p.m. And December okay. 13th is a Thursday. A Thursday night, so you have nowhere else to be but with us. Okay, TGIT is over for the season. There's no How to Get Away with Murder, Station yeah. 19. None of that's on. December 13th at Project Club LA on Hollywood Boulevard. That's you 6356 must. Hollywood Boulevard. 6356 What's Hollywood the cross street? Boulevard. Should we know? Boenga is the major street Okay. Right there. Okay, so you're right in the heart. Right in the you know heart, what I, baby. You know what I really enjoy about this event is that it is free and open to any and everyone. Exactly. Please come out. But like you have everybody. to RSVP. Now, let me tell you, the link to the tickets are on um, it, in Michelle's bio. It's in my bio on, on Instagram. My bio, too. Okay, awesome. Okay. And then Eventbrite backslash the eight days of Christmas. And then you can also go to Facebook um, events is the eight days of Christmas. Okay. Um, and yeah, so you can, if you don't follow me, you can follow me at M I S S underscore S H A L A E. And that's on all platforms, which I only have Facebook and Instagram. All <laughs> <laughs> so, Yes. On, on both. Um, <laughs> and get all, I mean, listen, listen, get all the details there. Like Michelle mentioned, it's at Project Club LA, 6356 Hollywood Boulevard, um, from 8 p.m. to midnight. And it is a free event, but please RSVP. The ticket link is in her bio. It is in my bio. She just gave you the information on the Facebook and the Eventbrite. I'm serving as the MC, And the amazing talent on the, li- on the lineup are, is Sasha Colby, Never Ending Nina, Sonique, and of course, Michelle with DJ Lena Bradford on the ones and mm. twos. I got my ticket. It's gonna be lit. Don't be like, a screw. I have no idea. It's gonna be so lit. And yes, this is a fundraiser. I need something to wear. But so you can. Me don't too. Worry. Maybe don't two things to wear. <laughs> yes. Eight to midnight. Maybe like four, girl. No shit. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> talk about it, girl. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about it. Don't you worry. I got you. I already listen, was thinking I've, about it. I've gained a significant amount of weight, so I can't be scantily clad. Girl, we're not I need talk- a good is, wrap dress. Is, honestly. With some Sphinx. Well, that's that's the thing. And so, like, honestly, I feel like this event, I'm, we're welcoming all, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit of a, like, a... A what? Uh... 
you know, like an event where you should like come as you are. Pull up. Yeah, come oh. up, but pull up a in a in a okay. ho 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 fit. <laughs> Or my Sunday's best. Don't. No, so you're saying Sunday's best because I'm not saying that. I'm saying don't show up in sweatpants. You listen. Show up however you want to. Absolutely, I welcome. But you're everybody. encouraging, but people you, to spice it up a yeah, little. Yeah, if you want to just okay. jazz it up a bit, naughty or I would nice. Say, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I'm for it. I mean, I know I am. Can you tell us what you're performing? Absolutely not. Okay. Why, why would she ruin it a week before? It's a question. I was about to cut you off if you were inhaling, because I don't want to know. No, it should be a surprise. I don't want to know. I agree. Know Bring your ass to the event and come see. It's going to be epic, and it's not going to be on any social media platform, so you're not going to get to see it. So if you're not Until in people building, pull out their phones and record it as girl, it's going we'll take on. Girl, phones at the door. <laughs> <laughs> not mine. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I need mine too. Hold they on. They tried that to me at a sex bar. I said no. Girl, no, ma'am. No, but we will have this special AI screen that goes in front of the stage. So anytime that you pull the pull your phone out to record it, oh it will y'all are bounce off. So what? And the blockchain not... technology is going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you will not be able to um, Ooh, get anything. Spicy. <laughs> okay. Ooh. I'm only kidding. Wouldn't that be okay. awesome though? <laughs> I, I say, thought you were serious. Me I, was too. Like... I was about to say, God, is, are we going to have special surprises? Let me know now. Hand me the script. Oh, that's okay. a Rihanna Kelvin Harris music video in the box. Okay, right. Oh, yes. Oh, I performed at the Baby. box in my day. Yeah. So you all, you at this event, you all are accepting as a Glasswing group. The Glassroom Group is accepting donations, and yes. where will they go? Where will the proceeds and donations go? They're going right into Glasswing Group as we have a full calendar next year um, of things that we are going to be doing um, starting in March with our honors um, that we are teaming up with the UW- UWC, Unique Women's Coalition, which is also another um, trans women group of color um, okay. that definitely makes a difference. They just did Transgiving, which was absolutely amazing. And um, yeah, so um, it will go back into here as yeah, we the community. You know, further our right. mission um, to just make awesome trans women. Well, know? I'm excited. I'm really and proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I too am proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel <laughs> told us out. Um, so yeah, guys, I'll see you next Thursday. Come say hi. And this is at a club, so it'll have alcohol, right? Oh, yes, honey. And it will, I need a splash before I... I need a whole drink. Oh, baby, listen, it's going to... I'm, I'm, a splash, darling. Shout that. out to Mariah. I can say that. Then don't say it. If say you don't what? think you can say it, then don't say it. Uh, come I'm out. Like, say what? Once again, this is happening this upcoming Thursday, December 13th at... 8 p.m. 8 p.m. You do and not want to miss it. the show will start on time, which is 9.30. The show will start at 9.30. So you have an hour and a half to get your asses in To your get seat. there, mingle, get your cocktails. Get your cocktail, honey. Mm-hmm. Because sit your ass down. Yes. And there are yeah. seats. There, there are seats and standing room. Okay. So you should get there on seating time. Is right. yeah, seating is limited. Seating is limited. Seating is limited. Yeah. So, Michelle, we want to thank you for swinging by the show. Thank you for having me. Despite being yeah. deathly ill. <laughs> and Girl, the rain. She's been sucking on these throat lozenges <laughs> and, jo- and the green juice is gone. And Wait, I just... Have you noticed how my voice has got better towards the Yeah, end? it's yeah, healed. Like, yeah, it's, but you still sound better. congested. Yeah, Let's sound... be honest. <laughs> so, <laughs> As she turns around as she, and coughs. Right, as she hacks up a lung. <laughs> Let's move on to this damn K-A-T kudos. All right, time for the kiss and tell kudos. 
This week's KAT kudos goes to Garrick D. Kennedy, who's one of my fellow NABJers and hey. one of, someone that I've known for about four years now. We met at a Rihanna event. He works for the LA Times, but he already has a book out uh, about NWA, you know, Ice Cube and all, and Dr. Dre and all mm-hmm. of them. Well, now coming fall. 2021 via Abrams Books. He is releasing Exhale, and it is a book about Whitney Houston. And I, what what interested me when I fir- first saw this press release is that this title hasn't already been taken. Like Whitney's right. been gone for years, and that was such a that's one of my favorite songs of hers. Maybe. But uh, yeah, congratulations to him. This is huge. This yeah, is going to sure. be huge. I'm sure his press run will be huge. And uh, let me see in the press release. Okay, so the NWA book uh, is named Parental Discretion is Advised, NWA and the Dawn of Gangster Rap. So that's his first book. Go check that out. And then Excel is an exploration of Whitney Houston's dramatic life and career, focusing on the late pop titans last decade and how religion, addiction, sexuality, blackness, and celebrity defined her and her complex leg- legacy that she left behind. So it sounds like a page turner to me. Mm. Um, I know I'll be invested. So shout out Garrick D. Kennedy. You're part of our KAT Kudos. Now, let's move on. Michelle, we want to thank you for coming to the show. Like I said, like I mentioned earlier in the earlier segment, despite being deathly ill and fighting through this crazy L.A. weather, it is freezing rain outside. Uh-huh. I'm still recovering from the tickle in my throat. Everybody's tonsils is the size of balloons. And uh, just thanks for coming by. Yes, thank you guys for having me so much. Thank you. I hope that you are in. I need you to sit down somewhere, have a nice meal, relax. There's no way in heaven I'm going to do that. (laughs) Let me tell you this, okay? Because I. Well, we don't need you sniffling on Thursday. Listen, it does not matter. I am going to pull through. Trust me, I'm going to have me a shot. And I'm going to do my job, and you're never going to know. You're only going to know because I just said it tonight. I know that's right. Listen, I get it done, and I have no choice but to. So no matter how I sound or how I'm feeling, you will always have my 150% best, okay? Same. Jace, anything else to add before we exit out? Just stay positive, people. <laughs> All right. You can find Jace everywhere at Jace Barron. You can find me everywhere at Char Says So. And you can find Michelle everywhere at M-I-S-S underscore S-H-A-L-A-E. Yes. Thanks for joining us this week for KT Radio. We'll talk to you next week. I love us for real. Bye, y'all. Thank Bye. You. Love you. Bye. Bye.